Hey there, Type Two Warriors! Welcome to another episode of Thrive with Type Two Diabetes Podcast. My name is Dr. Tian Pramlap, and I am your host. After almost 10 years of seeing so many of my patients struggle with this condition, and having been diagnosed with prediabetes myself, I can understand how challenging it is to live with high blood sugar. After some ups and downs, I was able to bring my A1C down to normal range after only about a month and a half. I am now on a mission to help all of you do the same to be able to find a better and more balanced way to lower your A1C for good without feeling like you have to be on any restrictive diets or crazy amount of medication. I know I don't want to do that, so I don't want you to do that either. Well, let's get into today's episode. So we're going to actually tackle this topic of desserts and diabetes. I had created an episode last season about kicking your sweet cravings or just cravings in general. A lot of people have told me that they found that episode really interesting, so. I wanted to dive even deeper into this topic and talk specifically about desserts. So we're talking cake and pie and chocolate and brownies. What else? Ice cream, smoothie. I think Sundays, you know, banana splits. Any of those desserts ring any bell to anybody? And what you can do to still be able to enjoy these desserts, because for me at least, I don't want to know that even with my new diagnosis of pre-diabetes, that I can't have any sweets or desserts. In fact, I've been enjoying. Every other night, almost now, some Oreo cookies and milk, because I just feel a little bored at night when I was watching TV with my husband, and I needed something sweet. And over Thanksgiving break, I made an apple pie for my family, and I had several, actually two apple pies because. Somehow, when I was following the recipe, we ended up having too much filling for the pies. So we made two, so I brought home one after our Thanksgiving dinner, and my husband and I shared that whole pie. And that was after I've already been diagnosed with prediabetes. And I also had chocolate. This Japanese chocolate that my sister brought. When she came to visit us for Christmas, and it was just me and my husband in the house, so we divided that up, and we didn't eat it all at once, but we still ate it throughout maybe a week or so after dinner. So I did not deprive myself of any sweets, and if sweets or Sugar, carbohydrates in general, simple sugar, was part of the problem. 
then why did my A1C still go down? So at the beginning of my diagnosis, it was at 5.7. And then after all this desserts that I enjoyed, my A1C went down to 5.4, which is outside of the diabetes, outside of the pre-diabetes range altogether. So that means something else is in place of how your condition works. It's not just the desserts and the sweets that you have to worry about. In fact, you don't really have to worry about them at all, really, if um, we're, we're going to be honest about it, because I didn't want to worry about it. And I know it's the holiday season, and I wanted to be able to still enjoy time with my family and give myself permission to eat these things knowing that my methods and plans that I had in place will work. And it was proven that it did work with my new lab results, right? So how, how did I do that without feeling any of the guilt or self-shaming or judgment that this condition normally bring on when we talk about sweets or sugar or desserts. And also, if sugar or simple sugar was the culprit of developing diabetes or pre-diabetes, then I shouldn't even have this condition to begin with. Because a lot of people talk about avoiding soda and soft drinks in general. Going through my pharmacy school education and nutrition education in undergraduate, a lot of studies and professors and lectures talked about the, I guess, the harm of drinking sodas and you see that all over the news a lot of social media accounts would show you the amount of sugar that's in it in like a heap of sugar visualized so I never had soda really at all maybe once every three months yet I still develop prediabetes. So it's really not just the ingesting of the simple sugar that will cause your condition or that will bring up your blood sugar. So that's not just something you should worry about. Because having your blood sugar go up and your A1C go up is one thing wanting to bring them down but you need to figure out exactly what you should be doing instead hey guys so it's dr prom lab here interrupting your episode just to let you know that i actually have a full training a free master class on exactly what i did 
to drop my A1C from 5.7%, which is the start of the pre-diabetes range, to 5.4%, which is considered normal range without a diagnosis of any insulin resistant or any um, high blood sugar imbalances. Exactly what I did to do that in just a month and a half. So I created this training where you actually learn my strategy to bring down my E1C. And then I'm going to give you a step-by-step -step guide of what I did to bring it back down to normal range and actually keep it there. And finally, I'm going to give you my type 2 formula that you can utilize immediately after learning all these other steps so you can see consistent results month after month. And this is really for anybody who is either type 2 diabetes or at risk for type 2 diabetes. Maybe you're at just the pre-diabetes range or maybe you have gestational diabetes or if you're like me and you have insulin resistance because of PCOS, whatever your current diabetes journey is, this class will be super, super, super helpful for you in order to bring down that blood sugar and that A1C and actually keep it down for good. Because a lot of the time you try all these trends and all these fads and you're able to bring it down, but a few months later, it's kind of start to creep back up again. Or if you are unable to feel like this other thing that you're trying is very manageable or is very sustainable. This class is something you don't want to miss because I'm not here just to bring down my A1C. I'm here to actually keep it down forever. And what I find out is you have to be able to learn how your body functions. And after you figure that out, you're going to be able to apply all these tools and strategies that I'm going to teach you in this masterclass in order to keep your A1C down because we don't want to have it to go back up. They call this like a yo-yo dieting or yo-yo process of bring down your blood sugar. We want to avoid that and we want to actually find a sustainable way to do this without any confusion or crazy dieting or spending hours at the gym. So if this is something you're wanting to learn more about, all you got to do is go to drpromlapwellnesscorner.com slash free dash masterclass. And then let me know if this training is helpful for you at all. I'd like to know if I can make this even better for you in the future. Or if you found that it was helpful now, let me know what you found that was really essential for you to learn. So just send me a message on Instagram at Dr. Pramlat Wellness Corner. And let's get back to today's episode. And also really think about the longevity of what you're doing. Because 
it's funny. I was watching a new show on Netflix. It's called Emily in Paris. And they basically, it's a show about a marketing firm where this American girl goes to Paris to work. And in Paris, the, the agency there was saying we should market this product as a diet pill or a diet supplement that will help Americans lose weight fast because that's what we want. So basically, the, the, the people in Paris were saying that a lot of Americans would want something quick and fast and easy. And that's the easiest way to market anything to Americans. And I was thinking, that is quite true, living in America. And I kind of want to change that for us. Yes, I did drop my A1C and my weight in six weeks, but that's not because I wanted to do anything fast. This only happened because my doctor wanted me to measure my A1C again within that time span because my blood test the first time there was something we needed to look at again. So they just remeasure my A1C just for kicks. We did not expect it to go down that fast. So my quick result is only because my method in place for a longevity, basically a longer term, more sustainable way of life. So that's what you have to think about. Don't let this American culture or this notion of quick and fast that don't let that get into the way of your life. It is something a lot of industry or marketing, any kind of products would use. And it sounds very enticing. But before you buy whatever it is that it claims to help you, take a step back and really think about if this will be beneficial for me. Do I want a quick result or do I want a sustainable result? Something that I can continuously put effort towards every day and still lower my blood sugar and A1C month after month at every single visit so my doctor don't have to maybe add on a medication if that's what you're worried about or maybe they have to adjust your medication or increase doses or whatever it is that you worry about that that won't happen if you know what to do and how to put in place a more sustainable way of living with your condition. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit more now. So I want you to think about this simple, um, I guess, way of uh, approaching this condition. All or nothing is what it's called. So this approach, all or nothing, is really not something 
anybody should be following. So the all or nothing approach basically tells you that you either can have all of the sweets in the world or none of the sweets in the world. Because we're talking about dessert today, right? But rather than having that mindset, you want to have a moderation mindset instead. So for me, when I was enjoying these pie and these cookies, it's not the fact that I was eating it every day or even that I allowed myself to eat it. It's the fact that I know eating this won't really be the end of the world because everything else I'm doing, everything else that I've done with my nutrition and my physical activities and my mental health, everything else that I've already put in place is there for a reason, which allowed me to enjoy sweets and desserts when I want to. Okay, so that's what I want you to think about. Not just think about, oh no, my doctor said I can't have any carbohydrates. My doctor said I can't have any sweets. Or even when you read on the American Diabetes Association website, they'll use the word limit instead of cut out or just, you know, reduce. A lot of people don't really read the limit words. They don't interpret that as limit, as in just a reduction of things. They they interpret it as no and, and never and not at all. And that mindset is something a lot of people struggle with. And that mindset is something that will bring you into this self-shaming cycle and depriving yourself of the things that you love and what that does to your brain something you can't even control is after a while of not being able to eat certain things that you had allow yourself to eat before so this makes your brain know, oh, these food gives me a higher amount of happiness because it has a higher enhanced flavored. The dessert and the sweet that are normally created brings that satisfaction, right? That's why we love them so much. And so you take away that satisfaction, your brain just kind of are in limbo and then to the t- to the point of so much deprivation that it wants it even more and more every single time you talk about it or every single time you see it and eventually this when when people talk about willpower or being able to control something or being able to stop yourself from something you should not have to live with that in mind you shouldn't have to be you shouldn't have to feel like you want to control something or you want to stop yourself from doing something that give you pleasure or bring you joy because if you want to if you want to go on that route 
eventually you won't have that control because like I said, it's not something you can really control if your brain has already been exposed to that. So a lot of the time you go to this binge cycle instead. So stopping yourself from eating things, in turn creating this cycle where you want to eat everything and then one day it just hits you and you do eat everything and then after you were able to enjoy all that after you were able to satisfy your brain and your body with all the sweet that you could have then you go back to this self-shaming cycle because you just ate all of these things all at once so it, it kind of this cycle that continues where you judge yourself felt shame and guilt and then you would deprive yourself of things and then you go back on binging it and then you start that whole cycle again it's kind of not a way i want to live and it, i'm sure it's not something it's not a way that you want to live either and it's very easy to fall into this cycle i mean this morning i just got a text from my sister-in-law she sent me we were talking about random things and then she said oh my gosh i need to go on a sweet detox and in my head i'm like well if we're talking about detox meaning you're just eliminating everything and that's can't be good so then i i told her their sweets are so good i mean what what's going on so she told she just told me basically they had a fun weekend with friends and they they just ate a lot of junk and because of the increase of covid the kids are home instead of at school, so it's just a lot of work. And I gave her some suggestions instead of, you know, letting her going on this detox situation that she talked about. But I'm just giving you this example because it's, it's really easy to fall into. I've gone through this myself too. It's the way that you have to, I guess, rewire your brain to think about food and sweets and desserts in general that will really give you that freedom to enjoy things in life and enjoy dessert again, okay? So I know that I might have mentioned this in previous episode about the sweet cravings, but I really don't want you to think about it as a cravings or trying to kick it in any way. It just, we want to be able to enjoy things. Say you <clears throat> you want to eat that cookie or you want to eat that cake or that brownies. You have to be able to allow yourself to do so without feeling any guilt. Because one cookie or one piece of brownie is not going to cause your condition to be any worse or any better in in that moment in time so basically i'm saying it's such a small minute 
thing that it doesn't really change the prospect of your condition all that much in the grand scheme of thing. And the grand scheme of thing is being able to bring down your A1C and preventing diabetes complications. And that's basically the grand scheme of thing and staying alive, really. Because once you have type 2 diabetes, it doesn't just go away. You have to work at it every single day and realizing that it's a long journey. And there really isn't a finish line. You either have a good blood sugar reading or you don't. And that really depends on everything that you do every single day already. So one dessert, one sweet that you are going to have today isn't going to affect it all that much. So being able to think it, think about it that way, a different way of thinking will really help you unlearn all the society and all the stigma and all the society condition that they had put this diabetes type 2 diabetes condition in a box where you can't really move away from this box so i want you to step out of this box and think about how you can rewire your brain a little bit and give it a new perspective and really this new perspective will help you see what you can do for your body and how you can give it that freedom instead of being stuck on this deprivation, binging, self-shaming cycle. Well, that's all for today's episode of Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes. I hope you really enjoyed it and you found it helpful. And if you really resonated with everything that I talked about today and you feel like you want to learn a little bit more, maybe you want to learn how to truly create these changes and achieve real results for yourself and for your health that will ensure that you'll be able to find freedom from your condition and maybe find freedom from dieting or maybe freedom from feeling like you have to spend hours and hours at the gym or maybe you don't want to be taking these medications for the rest of your life So you can stop worrying about your future all the time. Stop worrying about your blood sugar and what kind of food will affect it. And maybe start living your life again. And start enjoying what you want to do instead. Maybe you want to be a better teacher for your student. Or you want to be an artist and you want to travel. Or you want to be able to run a business. Whatever it is that you want to do instead of constantly live in fear of feeling like you're stuck on this diabetes journey or cycle, then I really invite you to connect with me. I actually just want to help you figure out what it is that you need to do in order to keep your A1C down and bring it out of the diabetes range. Because for me, when I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes, just pre-diabetes, not even type 2 diabetes yet. But I know that that could become the condition if I don't do anything about it now. With all these 
training and knowledge and countless patients that I've helped bring down the A1C, I still was not prepared mentally to receive my own diagnosis. And I found that's really fascinating, even with all the tools that I've already got in my tool belt, it was still not enough just knowing what to do. It's more than that. It's, it's understanding your body, understanding your condition, and really knowing all of that combined with all the tools is the key to really bring down your A1C. So I really want to be able to help you get there yourself. And we'll be able to chat for maybe 45 minutes and we'll hash out a strategic plan so I can help you see that achieving your A1C goal isn't all that scary anymore. But I only want you to reach out if you feel like you're 110% committed to your health and that you're really ready to take massive action to make this happen, okay? Because we can talk and talk until we're both blue in the face, but if you're not ready to change or if you're not ready to invest in yourself and invest in your health, then nothing I say can really change much, right? So if you think that is you and you're ready to see where your powerful self can really do and what you really want to see change in your future so you can do all the things that you want to do instead, then please, let's let's have a chat and let's talk. And all you got to do is go to drpromlatwellnesscorner.com slash apply. And there'll be a link for you to book a free discovery session with me. And in this ses- session, it's really just us chatting and figuring out where you are currently in your journey, right? We'll evaluate your strengths and I'll take a look at what you're currently doing and what you can maybe improve upon. And then after learning all of that, we'll map out a plan for you to get there. And then if you are a good fit, I'll actually offer you a spot in my Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes community where we will work further with you on how to create a more sustainable and less restrictive way so you can actually continue to live your busy life without having to think about your blood sugar all the time. Also, make sure that you fill out the little short survey that is attached before our session so I'll have a little bit more background on you so I can better plan for our session to make sure that you get the most out of it. And none of this will have any cost to you at all, okay? So just really take advantage of this opportunity to figure out what you can do in order to achieve that A1C goal and bring it out of the diabetes range once and for all. Well, I hope I will speak to you soon in the future. Until then, stay strong. You got this. Thank you.